Welcome to Digital Stratosphere, the podcast that helps organizations throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. Here, you will find independent and technology agnostic advice with no software vendor sales spin to help you make the best decisions for your organization. Whether you are in the process of selecting technology, in the midst of your transformation, or trying to get your initiative back on track, Digital Stratosphere provides expertise and best practices to help. When working with digital transformation project teams throughout the world, we hear some pretty crazy things. What are some of those crazy things that we hear every day from project teams? That's what I wanna talk about here today. My name is Eric Kimberling. I'm the CEO of Third Stage Consulting. We're an independent consulting firm that helps clients throughout the world reach their third stage of digital transformation success. And when we work with clients throughout the world, we deal obviously with project teams, we deal with executives, we deal with project managers, stakeholders throughout the organization. And we hear a lot of interesting opinions and biases about how digital transformations should look. But there's a handful of things that we commonly hear from clients and their project teams that are particularly, I don't want to say off the wall, but they're particularly harmful to digital transformations. And so what I want to do today is talk about some of those craziest things that we hear from project teams on a regular basis, and more importantly, understand what we should do as an alternate to those crazy things. Now, a lot of what I'm going to talk about here today are some of the best practices we've learned from helping clients throughout the world with their digital transformation journeys. And one of the resources I encourage you to download is our white paper that's called Lessons from over a thousand ERP implementations and digital transformations. This ebook covers a number of best practices and lessons learned from helping clients through their transformations, including some of the things we'll talk about here in this video. So I encourage you to download that ebook via the link I've included below. One of the most common crazy things we hear from project teams throughout the world is this concept or this idea that there's no ROI in their digital transformation. The reason we hear this so often is because organizations oftentimes are going through a digital transformation because they have no choice. Their software is outdated, their business can't scale, the software vendor has sunset the product that they're on right now and they, for whatever reason, have to move to a new technology. There's no problem with that on the surface. That is the reality of how many organizations work and what they're facing here today. But the problem is when project teams assume that there is no ROI. They're doing this because they have to. And if you don't have an ROI or a clear vision of what your ROI is, you're not gonna have a guiding light or a North Star to direct you in terms of prioritizing and focusing strategically on the technologies and the aspects of digital transformation that are going to be most important and beneficial to your project. And if you don't do that, you're gonna end up with poor project governance, you're gonna lose control of your project, and you're more likely to spend too much money on your transformation with little business results to show for it. So if you're hearing the refrain within your organization, your project team, that there is no ROI, there's no need to define a business case, I would highly encourage you to rethink that assumption. Another crazy thing we hear from client project teams is the idea that this is just an IT upgrade. We're just simply lifting and shifting, replacing one legacy system with a newer product, and therefore it's not gonna be that difficult for us to go through the project, and we can probably get it done pretty quickly. The problem with this fallacy is that it's not true. Second of all, it's especially not true in today's day and age where today's modern ERP systems and enterprise technologies are a lot more sophisticated and advanced than technologies even just 10 or 20 years ago. So organizations that are moving off systems that they've been using for five, 10, 20, 30 years 
are absolutely going to find that this is much more than just an IT upgrade. And in fact, it's going to have a large impact to the organization that equates to more of a business transformation rather than just a technology upgrade. So if you hear people within your organization or your project team saying that this is just an IT upgrade and it won't be that difficult, be sure to think twice before believing that. Another interesting and crazy thing we hear from client project teams often is this is a no-brainer. And by this, I mean any sort of decision that's being made as part of a digital transformation. Especially when defining a digital strategy, a lot of times project teams become enamored by a certain type of technology or a certain way of implementing technology, and they believe that this is a no-brainer, this is the right path for us. Now, obviously, every organization needs to find their right path, the best path that makes the most sense for them. But the minute you start thinking it's a no-brainer, it's a slam dunk, it's a decision that you don't even need to think about, then that's a risk because what that tells me is that you're not understanding what some of the blind spots and risks and downsides are of that path. Even once you've defined a digital strategy that's the best fit for you as an organization, it shouldn't be a no-brainer because there's a lot to think about. There are risks and there's trade-offs that you're making even when you've chosen and agreed on the best path for your organization. So if you hear the concept of this is a no-brainer, easy decision, slam dunk, let's move forward, just remember that there's probably a dark side to whatever decision you're making, and it's important to understand that so you can mitigate that risk and have realistic expectations about what the digital transformation will entail. Another crazy thing we see with digital transformation project teams when it comes to decision making is this idea that we're going to make a decision because Gartner's Magic Quadrant told us that that was the best solution. A lot of times organizations will look at Gartner's Magic Quadrant or other industry reports. I'm not just picking on Gartner here, but industry analysts in general will publish reports and quadrants and things that show what the leading technologies are in any sort of category. And while this can be helpful information and helpful inputs into your decision process, you certainly don't want to use that as the primary decision-making tool. The reason being is that, first of all, there's different answers and different strategies that different organizations need to make based on their unique strategy and objectives. Second of all, and even more importantly, Gartner and other industry analysts are paid by the software vendors to produce those reports and those magic quadrants that are telling you how great their software is. So anytime you hear someone on your project team say, hey, we should deploy product A, B, or C because Gartner's magic quadrant has them in the top right quadrant, then you should take that with a grain of salt and recognize that that is a vendor-influenced input that you're using in your decision process. No harm in using it as an input, but you also need to recognize it for what it is and take it with a grain of salt. If you are trying to achieve digital transformation success, turn to Third Stage Consulting Group. Third Stage's independent and technology agnostic consulting team helps clients define their digital strategies, select the right software, and manage their implementations. With offices in the U.S., Europe, and Australia, our team helps the world's most forward-thinking organizations through their transformation pitfalls and risks. Whether you are embarking on an ERP, HCM, CRM, supply chain management, or any other digital transformation, contact Third Stage Consulting to see how we can help you reach the third stage of transformation success. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.
One of the most common crazy things we see from transformation project teams and we hear from those project teams is this idea that change won't be hard for our people. And it's easy to fall into this trap of thinking that change management and the human adoption piece of transformation won't be difficult for your organization because your people are good people. They want to do what's best for the organization. They care about their jobs. They care about the organization. They want it to be better. So on the surface, it sounds like your employees are probably going to be on board with any changes that might come out of a digital transformation. The reality, however, is no matter how well-intended employees are, they tend to fear and resist change when they realize how it's going to affect them. And you add to the fact that technology generally changes people's jobs more than they realize, and suddenly you find partway through the project that there is resistance to change. Now again, these are good people. They're not intentionally resisting change. They're not trying to sabotage the project. It's generally coming from a good place, but at the same time, we're all human. The minute we realize that our job is being disrupted or that part of our job is going to be automated or there's some sort of perceived threat to our job, we will absolutely start to resist the change. And you and I and everyone else watching this video are likely to come to that same conclusion as well if we were the ones being impacted by change. So anytime you hear a project team or an executive saying that change isn't going to be hard for this organization, so we're not that worried about change management, that's usually a red flag that there's something else under the surface that's not being recognized by the project team. Too often organizations wait to start their digital transformations until they're already behind. They've waited too long to start a project against a deadline for a vendor sunsetting of a legacy product, or they've already broken the system they're on and now they've got to hurry and implement something new to replace that system. And it's understandable that organizations oftentimes find themselves in reactive mode. They're trying to fix a problem, put out a fire, and get to the next phase of their evolution as an organization. So I don't want to dismiss the need for a level of urgency within an organization, but too often project teams are too urgent. They're too reactive. They're focused on speed too much, and they're not focused on doing it right. And what ends up happening, ironically, is their focus on speed and their quest to do things faster they end up actually taking longer because they make a lot of mistakes and don't do the proper planning that they should be doing up front. And it ends up taking them longer than if they just would have slowed down early on, gotten a proper plan, built an implementation readiness program, put a change management plan into place, and then start deploying technology. That path is generally going to go a lot faster, nine times out of 10, than if you just rush and jump straight into your implementation. So anytime you sense that the project team and the organization as a whole is pushing too fast, too soon for a digital transformation without doing the proper planning and the proper readiness steps, then you want to know that that's a red flag and something you want to keep an eye on. Now, one of the more subtle crazy things we hear from project teams is we're not the experts. And therefore, because we're not the experts, we need to bring the system integrator in or the software vendor or the implementer to come do this all for us. Sounds reasonable enough, doesn't sound crazy on the surface, but the problem with this mentality of we're not the experts is that it creates a sort of learned helplessness or a self-fulfilling helplessness. We assume that because we don't have the answers, we're not experts in digital transformations, we're just going to outsource this and push as much as possible off to our system integrators and software vendors and implementation partners. And as a result, we don't end up having ownership of a transformation that's going to affect us for years to come long after the software vendors are gone. So while it's true, yes, you and others within your organization probably are not experts in digital transformation, 
Now you can certainly lean on third parties and you should lean on outside experts to help you through your transformation. And by the way, my company, Third Stage Consulting, is an independent digital transformation consulting firm that can help. But you don't want to become so dependent that you fail to build the internal competencies you need to be successful in the longer term. The digital transformation and software implementation space is notorious for massive costs overruns and overall failures. And the industry's reaction to this and the solution that they've come up with is to focus more on agile implementations rather than what software vendors have called in the past the waterfall approach. Now, I'm not going to go into a ton of detail here. I have a video on my YouTube channel that talks about the difference between agile and waterfall. But to summarize here for the purpose of today, waterfall is sort of the sequential traditional way of doing implementations. You have clear sequential activities beginning with requirements definition, design, build, test, and you end up with a end solution after you've gone through all those phases. You still do all those activities in an agile environment, but agile is more focused on getting technology out quickly, learning from mistakes and adjusting and pivoting and improving the technology. And the reason this has become so in vogue in recent years is because, again, it's a reaction to the fact that so many digital transformations of the past have become big and bloated, cost overruns, lack of business value, all that stuff. And so now a way to sell past that is to say, now we're going to do an agile implementation. The problem with agile implementations is it creates a false sense of security that agile itself will fix the problems, when in reality, when the problem in the past wasn't necessarily that it's waterfall versus agile, but it's that you didn't have a clear vision of what you're trying to accomplish, you didn't have the right project governance and controls in place, a whole plethora of other failure points that had nothing to do with Agile versus Waterfall. So anytime you hear someone on your project team say, this is an Agile implementation, this is going to be different, you can certainly use an Agile approach. I'm not saying don't use it, but don't view that as a solution or a silver bullet to solve other root causes that go deeper than the whole Agile versus Waterfall debate. So these are some of the craziest things I've heard project teams say as part of their digital transformations. I'd be curious to hear what you've heard. If you're a project team member or an executive, or maybe you're a consultant to other digital transformations, I'd love to hear what crazy things you've heard from your project team. Leave those in the comment below. I'll keep an eye on those and I'll comment as well. So I'd love to hear your comments. And in the meantime, I encourage you to download our digital transformation report for more best practices on how to manage your digital transformation. This annual report is something that covers independent software reviews, implementation best practices, implementation benchmarks, and other things that will help you in your digital transformation journey. So I encourage you to check that out. You can download that for free via the link below. I've also included links to other resources that I think will help you as well. So I hope you found this information useful and hope you have a great day. Learn more about us and download independent reports, videos, and other best practices at thirdstage-consulting.com.